Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. How do brains count? Great tip. Downloads for Discoculia, great resources for remote learning, and how is this cochlea in adults? This is our podcast for week 47 of 2020, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of this cochlea services, to help us look at the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, as always, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We always appreciate your news and your views and the backgrounds. We have good links to go over this week, and the first one is very interesting. It says, how do brains count? And to help us with this, there's a little video, and let's see if we can listen into it for a little moment. Many other creatures share a mechanism for what you might call extracting numerosity or the number of things from the environment. It's really very important for all sorts of creatures and for all sorts of reasons. Extracting numerosity from the environment, what does that mean? What I mean by this is that a fish needs to know how many other fish are in a shoal so it can join the larger shoal. So the numerosity of fish in shoals is important. Lions need to know how many invading lions into their territory there are. Usually this is done through sound, they can hear them coming, so they can decide whether to flee or to fight. So this is just extracting the number of things from the environment. Because that now this is, uh, this is a well-known professor who's talking here, right? Well, actually, yes, as one of the great researchers uh, and writers about dyscalculia, Professor Brian Butterworth from uh, London. And um, it's not only a nice um, uh, explanation he does, but there's some visuals with it to make it more interesting. And uh, this is the basic information you need to understand uh, when you want to know something about uh, dyscalculia. And he gives several examples, um, for instance, what we just heard about uh, three lions or four lions in another group fighting. They, they know uh, not only by looking, but also by uh, listening uh, what is the numerosity of the other group. And he then introduces a new tool that they have developed um, where the children can learn to combine and separate sets of numbers instead of just only working with a number word they understand that five can be made up of two and three or uh, one and four and it's a great new tool uh, that i'm actually using already in my practice when uh, working uh, with children uh, online and um, he also complains going back to professor butterworth about the fact that uh, the uk government and other bodies still do not fully recognize this coculia and he actually praises Singapore of all places uh, for recognizing it. And he also works with uh, Singapore to develop digital tools to help uh, kids with dyscalculia. Now, the best part of this interview is at the end where he introduces his concept of the vicious triangle. And because there is no recognition, you don't get money. And because there's no money, you cannot do enough research and when there is no research, there will be no recognition and you understand how this works. So if, you, if we could intervene just a little bit in one part of the triangle, 
that um, can make a change, and we would be very happy to contribute in this uh, in this issue. Great information. So, if there's any billionaires uh, among our listeners, uh, please contact me, and we can get some uh, research uh, funded. Now, the next link is about a great tip for Discoculia. Yeah, um, this is all the way from a team uh, behind Backup Uganda, and their uh, top tip is reward students for completing their task. Um, see, the point here is that you want to reward the students for something they can control, for trying, for doing their best, for working at it. And getting the answers right is maybe something they do not yet uh, are able to control. But completing an assignment is something they can control. So if you reward them for that, for their uh, hard work, for their uh, persistence, uh, they continue to be engaged and will be better learners. It is similar to what we tell people, to praise the children for being hard workers, not for being smart, as it has the danger that <coughs> next time uh, this, this student might be hesitant to give an answer, um, because when they do that, they risk maybe getting it wrong when it's a more complicated question. So they might may, uh, shy away from that. And also parents no longer telling them that they are smart because now they um, made a mistake. But if you praise the hard work, they will continue that behavior and put in the extra work it requires and um, probably also get more uh, answers uh, correct. Okay, well, it's a good recommendation. The next uh, link is about downloads for DiscoCulia. What's that? Yeah, well, it's a new initiative from DiscoCulia Services okay. that we have launched uh, just recently. And the website is called discoculiatoolkit.org. And it became clear that some people had trouble making an account on our uh, original uh, DiscoCulia Services website, which has been required after uh, 10 years. And uh, they needed to do that to download uh, our tools and templates previously. Uh, also, they had trouble when they wanted to come back and download other uh, tools that they didn't uh, download the first time. So we got a lot of emails how to do that. So we decided to make life easier for all and uh, launch this new website where people can download um, without um, making a login. And there are now about uh, 30 free downloads, and that will definitely be extended with some new tools early next year. So that's our, our plan. Good, good, good. Yeah, I've looked at it. Uh, it looks absolute great. Uh, so our next link talks about a great resource for remote learning. What's that uh, resource? Well, this link is, is very interesting in several ways. I, I really want to uh, encourage you to uh, click on it. Uh, first, uh, this is a database of resources to teach remotely, divided by topics and grades. A real wonderful, valuable tool to use, quick and easy. Uh, next, this is being put together by a high schooler, which is great. And That's it shows amazing. how much dedication and love for the topic uh, that was put in here. Now, finally, it has been developed in Airtable, which is a nice tool. It's sort of online database spreadsheet that you can use for a variety of things. So introducing that Airtable uh, also is interesting. 
And um, all respect, uh, I should say, for this great resource. And uh, all teachers and tutors would do well to uh, keep a copy of it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an amazing, uh, amazing, huge, uh, huge database. Uh, very well done. It, it brings us to the last link for this week, and that link asks, how is dyscalculia in adults? How is dyscalculia in adults? Don't you grow over that? Well, uh, that would be fantastic if that would be true, but unfortunately you do not grow over or you grow or grow out of dyscalculia. It's something that stays with you uh, the rest of your life, but you can manage your life around it with some good remediation, and you can actually... Uh, do uh, math at a reasonable and even high level if you work at it uh, together with a um, knowledgeable uh, tutor or teacher. Now some adults have really bad memories of their school time as they have this cochlea but unfortunately were, take, were seen as stupid by both their parents and educators and, and usually they started to believe that themselves also so mm -hmm. it's a very bad thing uh, now this link is um, going to the Attitude magazine and, and Attitude uh, mainly focuses on ADHD uh, issues and obviously there's a big link between uh, dyscalculia and ADHD. So what they say is that the trouble is that most adults with dyscalculia don't even know it's an actual thing. So we need to work on awareness there also. Uh, also, many uh, adults with dyscalculia don't know where to get tested, as many of the providers only work with children. Another problem is that they would be hesitant to do something about it, as they don't know how or where can you start. So for all these reasons, we have launched a separate website, adultdyscalculia.org where they can get answers to all those um, issues and can find help. Well, that's a wonderful initiative, a new initiative from Dr. Schroeder, adultdiscoculia.org, and that should be the home for every adult with, uh, with dyscalculia, and uh, for them to find a place where they can get assessments and can get uh, answers and tutoring. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights, as always, and we hope to see you again uh, next week. And uh, my dear listeners, uh, please consider to become a Discoculia tutor yourself. We, uh, we call for it often. Uh, this is the good time of year to do this. Uh, and all the information is on DiscoculiaTutorTraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at DiscoculiaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.